News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 156 of the Luke Messias Show. Today, I'm going to tell you what I learned sending out tens of thousands of voter guides to my neighbors. Now, neighbor is probably a little bit of a loose term when you're talking about tens of thousands of voter guides. But um, a couple episodes ago, uh, an episode we've still got continually some great feedback on was uh, how to vote legally more than once in Texas. If you haven't listened to it, I would encourage you to do so. I would encourage you to understand what that is and how it works and kind of the method to the madness of how you can supercharge your influence in the electoral process. But uh, this cycle, for the first time ever, I actually teamed up with the Defend Texas Liberty PAC, and we uh, mailed a Bear County conservative voter guide to voters in Bear County. <clears throat> and um, on this program, I don't make endorsements. So the, the show does not endorse candidates. So I'm not going to go through what all those recommendations are. Um, of, of course, people have reached out to me personally, and I can talk to them in any way. But here on this show, we don't list or endorse candidates. Um, and so I'm not going to go through that list with you. But I will tell you that I did mail out in Bear County, which is where I'm at in San Antonio, a list of the people that I was voting for that are all on the ballot in Bear County. And um, I put on there kind of a note of who I am, what I believe. These are the things I believe, right? There are two genders. Life starts at conception. The Second Amendment is important and cannot be infringed. We have to stop the illegal invasion going on at the southern border. We stop. We need to stop giving our money away to uh, illegals, all these different things. And then I said, if you agree with me, then I think that voting for the candidates on the other side in this recommendation list would be people you should consider voting for. And then I put my name and I put my phone number. <clears throat> and so these started hitting Thursday. And I can tell you they started hitting Thursday. And a lot of them hit Friday because my phone just started blowing up. And I have had well over probably 150 conversations, 100 conversations with people who have called just in the last like three or four days. And I suspect that they will continue to ring. I mean, literally 10 minutes before I started recording this, I got a call from a 210 number, which is the San Antonio area code. For those of you who don't know, I answered it and I talked to this lady who lives in Alamo Heights who had questions um, about where she could vote and how she could vote and thanked me for sending the voter guide. So I think I've learned quite a bit in conversations with these voters, and I wanted to share some of my takeaways with you. One is that um, most voters are still – this is kind of the um, the brilliance of a, of a representative republic as opposed to a democracy. But most voters still – have the vast majority of their life not in politics. These people are patriots. They care about the future of the state. But most of what they concern themselves with is not the political process. And right before they do go vote, they try to do what they can to educate themselves on what's going on. But I can't tell you how many people I talked to that still had no idea on who they were going to cast a vote for for governor in the state of Texas on who they definitely didn't know who they were casting a vote for when it came to Supreme Court. And the truth is, whoever I told them I was going to vote for is probably who they were going to vote for. And so um, for these people, <clears throat> they want to be educated, but so much of their life is not politics. And so for them, finding someone who does more in politics, who can tell them why 
different positions matter and who he is or is not voting for is massively helpful to them. And that's just the reality of most of our neighbors and the populace around us. It's not to say they don't care about the direction of the nation, but they are pulled in so many different directions in their life. And this is just not one of even the top five concerns. Now, that's something that needs to change. And in the conversations with these people, I encouraged them to spend as much time as they could trying to educate themselves on these issues. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. But that's one thing I learned. So they trust their neighbors. And this is the power. You have a lot of people coming in from all over the state telling people what to do, what to think. You're even having campaigns on all sides. I mean, different campaigns are sending it. And I've done a bunch of campaigns. I know what it takes to do campaigns. And you have campaigns telling people different things about different issues. And they do trust some of that. But they also know that all of it's through this biased lens and that they could talk to somebody in their own backyard. They could just say, hey, you live down the street, and from what you've said, the value set you espouse, that's what I espouse. These people have never attended a Republican club. They haven't gone and and watched meetings. They don't go to meet and greets. They don't, you know, they're not uh, going to fundraisers for these people. Uh, The sad thing is a lot of these people, though, did even mention to me, you know, I give to the RNC or I give to, you know, these different PACs that send me letters. And y'all all all get those letters constantly, fundraising. Sad thing is there are some people who who don't have time to engage, but whatever mail they get in their inbox, they're like sending them 10, 15, 25 bucks. A lot to Republican politicians who hate them and don't even like pushing the issues they care about. So they trust their neighbors Voters want to vote for the person who's the most conservative. There's only one person I talked to who was like, I support this candidate because I think he is a more middle-of-the-road person and is something someone I oppose. And um, in the conversation with this, with this voter, I said, that actually makes sense. Like, you're, you are honestly supporting the person that aligns with your value set. You and I have different value sets, which is why I'm lining up with somebody else. And there's not really a disagreement here in the idea that, like, we only disagree in our own value sets, not with who we're supporting. Most of these voters said, I want to vote for the actual conservative in this race. I want to vote for the most conservative candidate running for the Court of Criminal Appeals, for governor, for state representative, for Republican Party chairman, county chairman in Bear County. So – The lens by which these people are trying to discern their options is still whoever is the most conservative. And that's why every candidate campaigns as a conservative. How many candidates have you gotten a direct mail piece from this election cycle that have said, so-and-so, vote for so-and-so for re-election, one of the more moderate Republicans in the Texas legislature? No, but a lot of them are. They tell you everything you want to hear. I learned that people really wish that there was more news reporting on the facts that I talked to them about. When I told them that we had state agencies that were spreading critical race theory or transgender ideology, and this isn't like just somebody's opinion. This isn't Luke Macias' opinion that we have state agencies in Texas spreading transgender ideology. Did you know that it is factual? that we have factual materials in which they are pushing this transgender ideology. I've hosted people on this show that have talked about the fact that CPS has sent caseworkers to families' homes and said, here's how you can transition your children. That's perverted and sick. 
We know that employees at that same state agency were required to go through this critical race theory-based screening and training, and they had to basically say they had a healthy mind by realizing that all of America is racist. It was sick and crazy. But these are facts. Do you know how much of this has been reported by not just national news, not Fox News and the Daily Wire and the Blaze and these – I'm talking about Texas media. Do you know how many of them have reported? Virtually none. The Texas scorecard has most consistently reported on these facts. And then honestly after that, like it even comes – some some reporting agencies like the Dallas Morning News or the Houston Chronicle have picked up one or two stories on it and said, hey, look at this stuff that was caught and look at the actions that um, occurred as a result. In fact, Jasper Scherer, who's at the Houston Chronicle, I have praised some of his reporting this cycle because he's the one who found the emails where CPS actually after getting caught – having pro-transgender, you know, transgendering of children ideological material on their website, took it down as a result of being called out publicly. And he found all those emails that described that. When I shared some of this information with voters, they literally said, oh, I did not know that. That is bad. I do not support that. But the next most common statement made was, man, I really wish somebody was reporting on this. So I've, I've become even more of a believer, which I already was, in, in the Texas scorecard and the information they're putting out because, guys, there's not somebody else reporting on these facts. It's so sad. When I told people that, that we have a program at the southern border that is actually leading to less people getting deported than would otherwise get deported, the Houston Chronicle reported on that fact, but other than that, it, you don't have it out there. And I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. And there was such a frustration from these voters saying, why can't I find this? Most of them don't read the liberal media, for the record. They actually read the right of center media, okay? These people are pulling their information from media entities that have said we don't despise conservatives. But the thing is, on most right of center media, they don't feel comfortable factually criticizing Republicans. There's just not a lot of it out there because they're really concerned. A lot of it is access-based because if you start doing it, you get cut out of the process. And then some of it's just the reality of how we kind of understand our readers. Like if I can just bash Democrats, these Republican readers and listeners to my content will just keep agreeing with what I'm saying and keep sharing it. And so we have this like feedback loop problem. That people don't want to self-govern. Hey, I'm, I have primarily conservative readers. I need to talk about what's going on amongst people who they think are conservative in the actions they're taking. There's just not that motivation. These people constantly asked and complained to me, where can I find this information? I mean, some of them literally texted me later and said, hey, just to let you know, I mean, I, I subscribed to the Texas Minute after our conversation. Great. Now you're going to get something every day that at least gives you a little bit of that information. So I just learned a lot as I would take some of these calls in the evening from these voters, having long conversations with them. Some of them changed their vote for the person they five minutes ago thought was some conservative warrior in like a minute and a half. I mean, literally, it's like, I'm just going to take a minute and a half to tell you why I think this person is or is not good or bad. A minute later, they're like, great, cool, I'm voting for the other guy. Because that's how kind of clear the consciences are of the voters. Like, they really aren't overcomplicating this situation. 
Okay, I had Republican voters. This lady told me I voted in every Republican primary for the last 30 years. And then she said, hey, if I vote for this candidate, is that going to hurt our chances in November? And I said, well, you know, that's what they said about Mitt Romney, John McCain. They lost. Donald Trump won. They said he was the worst candidate to have. And oh, by the way, you can still vote for any candidate who wins in November. Oh, okay, so I can vote for this person in the primary and then this person in November if they win. Yeah. Oh, well, great. Then I'll just vote for the better person in the primary. Wow. Like, this is somebody who's been voting for 60 years, and we had a conversation in one minute, and she said, that makes sense. I'm good to go. There's so much information these people are starved for. And, um, and I just appreciate the opportunity to bring this information there. I believe even more so than I have before. I don't know. I probably believe the same. Maybe that's a little dramatic to say more so. Because I really believe very strongly in, in putting this information out there. I will go listen to the last podcast I put out. So I do, I can, I can confidently say that I have realized just how much information these, these people would like to have. I mean, I had a guy tell me, I listen to KTSA radio all the time. I listen to Trey Ware all the time, and he's a conservative radio host in San Antonio. But there's a lot of the, all the information I laid out to him, this, 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 this. He literally said one of his first comments was, I haven't heard any of this on Trey Ware. So that's my point in saying your average local radio host. Now, some of this isn't all their fault because the reality is that like they're like, I don't know how many people care about this, but I think more people care about it than they think care about it. And I think the reason we get new subscribers every single month to this program is because people care about it. So this is my... I guess, shameless pitch to say, if you know conservative Texans out there, say, hey, you need to be informed on what's going on in Texas, the kind of culture, the realities, the things getting reported on, the things happening, how we can make our state better, subscribe to this show. Subscribe to these podcasts at the Texas Scorecard. And I hope that more and more local radio people start bringing on more content that is willing to discuss and show these. Kenny Webster in Houston is a great example of somebody who has really used a local platform. He has a big following of people in Houston, and he has been willing to talk a lot about these type of issues in reporting. When the scorecard writes about things, when we talk about things, when other people talk about things, he actually takes it and promotes it locally and says, this is stuff going on. There's very few of those type of radio hosts throughout the state of Texas. And this is why you have to plug in and get the information and then you have to share it with your friends. And that's my point is that I have learned that if, if people just know that somebody close to my region has done the research and put this in, I will do that because I, I want to do the right thing. They want to do the right thing so badly. It's why so many of the Republican politicians lie to them and tell them they're doing all the right things because they know what these people want. It's also why Republican politicians, for the most part, hate programs like the Luke Messiah Show. Because, guys, the stuff they're doing and they're letting happening in Texas is not anything that the average citizen would allow. The average person on the street would tell them, you're insane for letting critical race theory permeate our colleges and universities. You're insane for having state agencies that are promoting radical transgender ideology to children. You're insane for having a wide open border that the Texas Republicans could stop at any time. You're insane for giving my taxpayer dollars to illegals. You're insane for giving powerful Democrat chairmanships across the board, for giving Democrats mass control over huge public policy debates. Deba These people hate most Texans. 
That's insane. That's what they would tell you. And yet the average politician out there is doing the opposite, which is why there's no incentive for them to have the populace be more educated. And it's why if media companies start reporting on these type of facts, the politicians will try to cut them off as quick as possible because they can't stand this information getting to people. But it's getting there, whether they like it or not. And it's going to keep getting there because we're not going away. Anyways, I've learned a lot over the last several days, and I'm sure I'll learn more because um, my phone keeps ringing. And it's an exciting time to be in a Republican primary. Um, I hope all of you get out and vote. I hope you put your list together and start sending them out actively. Guys, most of your friends do not know there's a Republican primary going on. So here's what I'll leave you with. Most of the people in your life don't know there's a Republican primary going on, okay? I had this guy call me just today. We were talking. And he goes, okay, well, I'm going to – do you vote straight party ticket? And I'm like, sir, it's the primary. You got to go in now. You can go in in November and vote Republicans down the ballot. He goes, oh, okay, great. I, I get mixed up on this stuff. And my point is like most people in your life do not know there's a primary going on. I talked to people at church on Sunday. I said, hey, make sure you vote this week. Oh, crud. I do have to do that. Can you send me a list? Yeah, absolutely. Here you go. And here's where you go vote. So go vote early. Take a picture. Do that. But – Actively go tell people you know. If you know somebody in your life that's a patriot, is a conservative, you say, hey, guess what? Go vote. Here's who I voted for. If they align with your value set, great. They'll go, I didn't even know there was voting going on. Here's a list of people. Here's where you vote. Thank you so much. They'll text you back 24 hours later saying, I did it. And I voted for the list you sent me. Fantastic. You can vote a bunch of times. Imagine if you gave somebody the power to say, you can just keep going in and voting. I mean, we do it all the time. If I could vote every day, which, I mean, it's a good thing. One person, one vote. I'm not advocating for that. But if you gave me the ability to vote every day and you could like vote every 24 hours during early voting, I would do it because I'd want my people to win as much as possible. That's kind of what you have the ability to do with saying, you go, you go, you go, you go, you go, you go. And these people are saying, I trust you. I'm voting with you. Anyways, thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for staying involved in Texas. Please get more people engaged in the Texas scorecard in this show and other things we're doing because guys i'm telling you they want the information they're starving for it and if they have it they make the right decision because these people are patriots they want to fight they want to defend the value sets that makes texas texas god bless you and god bless the state of texas thank you for listening to the luke messiah show this program is brought to you by scorecard media Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.